Yes, Facebook Live, what's up? We over here, episode 054. We with... Uncle C. Boom. For all you that don't know, the OGs are the OGs are the OGs are the OGs. Oh, don't OG say that. Triple. <laughs> I was about to say, damn, you make them sound okay. hella old. He ain't old. He yeah. closer, the, the he headphone back yeah. compared to these guys, yeah. He ain't old. He just acted like that. He knows what's up. Yeah, just move on. He speak that Jedi language, everybody. You good? You got yeah, it? Yeah, P, kinda. you good? You good? P, you got it? Yeah. Sorry, folks. This is a pretty nifty. Our story. audio shit is garbage. Hey, hey, Lex, fix this. Oh, just kidding. You're Yo, not Lex, here. Fix that, Lex. <laughs> you're garbage. <laughs> if you hear me, Lex, you're garbage. Yee. Holla, anywho. God damn it, <laughs> Uncle C. What's up? What's up? I what? keep losing my. Uh, what my are you losing here? Why do you have the shortest headphones? I know, for real. There you go. Oh, you gotta like. You gotta just. It's like gotta be the tip. Garbage. There, that's cool. That's cool. The dog just. Dojo. No, P got to stay like that. <laughs> no move. So what's up? Introduce yourself, Uncle C. Hello, my name is Caesar. <laughs> I'm from Sacramento. Boo. <laughs> I like. Uh, Where'd your long hair go? I know. It's, I left that in the Philippines. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead, P. You know C probably the most. Can you introduce him <laughs> appropriately and give him a little bit of history? Give the folks out there. Let them know what's good. So C's basically, legendary. Basically, if you're a Sacramento dancer that has grown up b-boying or after, otherwise after his after his uh, his generation, the name Caesar Columbus should ring a bell. <laughs> C's put on my uncle C, my mom's youngest brother. Boom has put on. So many, so many people in the dance scene. Word, including myself. Uh, in Sacramento, which is dope. Which is dope. He's a big uh, advocate for dance. Big advocate for dance. Always put up programs. Working always involved. Yeah. Big, huge. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be dancing. Same here. Well, you know, no, I know I dance, but when I met C, it like you put me on some other stuff. I was telling DK earlier. I don't know when I started kicking with you like hard, but I'm talking about like when it was the red truck. Oh, uh, smoking weed? You know what I'm saying? Smoking, smoking herb, <laughs> DJing at the little studio. Remember, I used to bring my gear through with the cell. That's right. Like you put me on. I was kicking with Lou, you, the uh, Jordan. Uh, yeah. Took me to a couple block parties. Junimutano. Jordan, <laughs> like the long hair, the red, the red, the red truck. And Amazing. you put me on because it made me feel like I'm not young. I don't know why you decided to allow me to hang out, but Dog, it's, it was not, cool. I'm this. I was the same I, way. Like even, ever since I was a little kid in Hawaii. Yeah. Like I hung out with him. I I had friends of my own, but of course. I hung out with him. Yeah. Remember that ghost hunting trip that I was telling you yes. about? Yes. He was there. He was the he, <laughs> he was, was the guy that started it. He okay, was there. Cool. Yeah. The, like you all like this to shit, light like you everything up. everything basically that I've been through in Hawaii, all the crews that I I've danced with were uh, because of him see, because they see. were crews that he danced with. Like I used to battle when I was like eight, nine. When I go out there and visit, yeah, eight, nine, yeah, and just do UFOs, just hella UFOs on see, his knuckles. Oh my, he had the wear off. See, hey, see, talking to the mic, like have that shit real close, you know, like you MCing. You could uh, move it, yeah, like a twist, spit on it. You could yeah. adjust it, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait, a, As you can tell, I'm a dancer. Hey, hey pull it I'm out, not an MC. Hey, pull, pull it out of the uh, thing. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. Okay, nice. You made it tight. I, I would yeah. have to say, remember the first time I met you, Ryan, was at a block party. Boom. 
I think it was like on Soul Club and shit. I think it was Soul Club. I remember that. We was I kicking. I don't that. even know what the fuck I was doing there. Yeah, I, I, I was like, who is this dude? And then why does he look like Kilo? Kilo Junior. <laughs> oh, Junior, shots up. Yeah, uh, Junior Lorenzo, Sinister Six. One balance, was Chubbs, good. One balance. Noah Warren, Anthony Bello, Anthony Bello, <laughs> David Dobkin. Hey, you know, it was good. Chubbs. <laughs> no, but that's real. Yeah, I remember being very young and hanging out with old people. Like I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It yeah. was a uh, Gorilla Empire. Boom! Yeah. Damn, that's OG shit. I remember that. Dancing shit. with Shot uh, April Bambao, Joanne Bambao on some like they were 12 years old. And they we were doing really, like, like 10 12 years old. Yeah, but you were bringing them up. I was they like, yo, young. I haven't seen young people dance like that ever in my life. They were just very young. A couple, a, a list, kind of like a, just a little list of people that that I've seen come up because of you is uh, Sunski. Mm-hmm. Sunski Underground Flow Sunshine. Filthy Underground Ooh, Flow Marcus, Marcus Edgerlin Underground Marcus Flow Marcus Jabuhala Shots out Cy Seychow Cyborg Killing it Cyborg Killing all, it All these kids are, are doing what they love I feel because of you Because you gave them the opportunity To, 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 to feel what it's like to dance In, in a group and to in just, an environment and to just, that encourages environment, yeah. that, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like you, definitely from little have always consistently to, provided that. I mean, it started with with for me anyways with Filthy because we did start with Filthy. Yeah. I, I felt like I taught Filthy how to six step. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Filthy. I remember he he was. I think he was in fourth grade, third, yeah, or fourth something like grade. that. Yeah, He's a little ass mm-hmm. kid. He was a little kid. Him and his brother were hella fobs. It's cool. They were Damn, racist. They were it's they cool. were hella cool. fobs. Cool. They were. Uh, I up. think his first move was a flare. Yeah, and now he, all he eats is bananas and shit. That's cool. So what was your MO? Like, explain to me. See, so you go back in time, and when you were coming up in the dance world as an individual, and then you took on this, whether it was intended or not, to kind of, you know, provide opportunities. I don't know if you even see it that way now. I mean, for all I know, you could probably just see it as like, yo, I just like dancing, and if people want to dance, they want to dance. Like, I ain't tripping. Like, what encouraged you? Because I look at that. After so many years now, and I'm like, yo, like you, I mean, you know, to your credit, I think that you definitely made that extra effort to keep whatever it is alive in that regard. Like you helped put on a lot of dancers, like people said, and even more so. Like you were an instrumental part in the growth of not only myself, but a lot of dancers in that in, in initial Boogie Monster movement. Like I remember, you know, messing and, and doing work with you even before that. Yeah. And, you know, and people giving you a back history. And then even so far as even in recent times with like, you know, Funky Tat, Tattoo, like you got, you've always been and somehow involved in the dance world. Like what was your MO, if anything, or what's your whole take or why or how or what got you even to this point and why you even do it? I guess uh, it started off when, excuse me, when I was a lot younger. That's all I thought about when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. When I was his age, maybe yeah. even younger, four or five years old. And then just moving to Hawaii and not really having an outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have an outlet. Yeah. Dance was my outlet. Like, I was into baseball, but then, you know. And Hawaii, Hawaiian people be playing baseball. They're, they're, they're really good out there. Well, part of Hawaii, oh, just so yeah. we can shout that out. Waipo. Waipo. Hey. Salt Lake. Salt Lake, hey. Lake hey. really. Holla, all you 94 block was good. <laughs> <laughs> ha, boy. Was good. Ha, boy. <laughs> Fuck a white. <laughs> it was really, it was really uh, amazing just growing up with dancers. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a lot of, um, a lot of OGs in the 80s, like 
I started off with Master Waivers, hey. Sac City, Rocksteady. Hey. Those were like my mentors when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was either being a gang. Or dance. Or dance. Uh, BNG or dance. <laughs> or BNG breakdancing group. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what it was. Yeah. And, you know, my brother was a knucklehead. Yeah. I didn't want to go that direction. Of course. He was a... Yeah, he was a handful. Yeah, but you could see it. He was on cops. Really. Oh, me and John John talked about that on here. And he was singing. He was up against the wall like bad boys. Bad so that's boys. his brother. Yeah. That they were talking that about. Cops. He was over here when John, Big John, was here, and they were like, "That motherfucker got cops for real." What episode? Yeah, yeah we were trying to look for it. There's no. <laughs> no we couldn't gone. find them. They erased. probably didn't put them. Yeah, they probably erased, erased. it. This like is God. I need to find but, a cop season one. It, it was pretty interesting growing up as a dancer. Uh, I guess what drives me is is seeing something go from nothing to something. To something. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing somebody who's just interested in it and then just be engulfed with it later in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dancing definitely has that attribute, just like many things in the world. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think there's a lot of things in the world, but, I mean, coming from the dance background, it's the same thing. The minute it catches you, especially at a young age, mm-hmm. There's something about it that's very alluring, whether it's from the b-boy side or the actual dancing side or, or anything that has to do with dance is very universal. It is. It's very easy to catch on to, and it's, it's very uh, addicting. Because it is. when you see people dance at a young age, you're like, damn, that shit just looks fun as fuck. And, and it is a, a learned skill, and anybody could really do it, and I don't think anybody could never not do it. It's just a matter of opening your mind. And, but like what P said, you do need the opportunity, and there are certain individuals that allow – or help harvest those talents or those, you know, kind of those needs to want to do it or, or whatever the case is, just even an open forum, just even to want to dance, which I think is yeah. just pretty good. And shout out to DZ because he even shouted you out. Yeah, he did. Saying he did. that you yeah. were you were the first one to give him an opportunity give, to go give teach. Him, give him funky give him a look. Fresh, so. yeah. yeah, that was Lemon Hill. Yeah. That was all up in the hood. And it's crazy because C never had just regular dance studios. No. It wasn't like he made do what with you can do. what he got. Yeah, but I like, think that's a generational be, thing. You're going to be at a like not even a, you're going to be at an apartment center mm-hmm. with a room that's not even dance. Bring your own mirrors. Yeah, he made that. Or shit not work. even have no mirrors. Yeah, I think that speaks yeah. to a generation. You talk. Though. I mean, we're talking about glass doors. Yeah, reflection off of a window. Yeah. is the best you can do. <laughs> but fuck, he made do. Hey, yeah. it, is, it is what it is. But I think that's a generation thing, which is cool because as things come and opportunities come, I think that you don't take them for granted. Which I think in this day and age, and we've talked about it before with other dancers, where it's like the world of dance now is in a totally different world. It is. And I'm not going to say it's bad or good. It's just different. And trying to get a a perspective on it is interesting because I'm the outside looking in now. I'm not immersed in it. I just see it from a standpoint like where I'm just a viewer. Uh, But it is interesting because I'm like, it's just different. And I'm not saying it's bad or good. It's just different. So You know what? I think... Like, again, where I started from was with, like, I started off at at Raleigh's and Alan Sullivan. And, Shout, out uh, Raleigh. Shout out to Raleigh. Joy, and, D&K, rest in peace, yeah. Yeah, brother. Rest in peace. Yeah. I, I started off at their house, and that's how it really all all started. And then when I moved, it ended up being at Melovic's house, at the Tribal House. Yeah, Tribal House. So it was, it, 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 it was always these, like, makeshift studios. Mm-hmm. But you know, Mel's studio was an actual... His he had a room with bamboo floors, yeah, and full size fucking mirrors, yeah, and mosquitoes to go with it. Sh- Shitting on fucking hey. dance studio, but it's a studio though. If you're a dancer, yeah, any opportunity to dance in front of a mirror was like cake. It was like it was so cool at the time. You're like finally time in front of a mirror, right? Yeah. What um, I remember from Mel's house was 
the b boy or the choreo people who did choreography would be inside. Right. The b boys would be in because the there's no garages in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's just like an yeah, overhead open end. Yeah, yeah. With linoleum. Yeah. And that's that was my first experience of like, where the fuck are you bringing me, yo? And just seeing all this shit happen. That sounded like the get down to me. That's yeah. That sounded like. <laughs> it was crazy. It was there. dope. Over it was there, dope. over there was, they were really about it. Yeah. And, uh, but you're limited in things you can do. Yeah. It's so, like, you only have so many things you can do on an island. If that's an option. Definitely. That was fuck it. It, it yeah. was either go to the beach, graffiti, become a surfer. Yeah. yeah. Graffiti. Catch or, one, shout out. Right? Yeah. If not, dancing. And at that time, b-boying and, uh, was real hardcore. It just started coming back in like the early nineties. That's yeah. when like Air Force started to come out. Air Force crew. Yeah, and there was Caesar, a Rock Force, Rock Force, Rock Force, or not Rock Force, Force Rocksteady Hawaii, oh, Rocksteady Hawaii, ABC. Yeah. So it was pretty wild during that time because they didn't really have like these functions. Mm-hmm. It was what house parties. You got beef. Yeah. Let's go. And next thing you know, it would be at meet us at this house. So we could battle. And so we could battle, and we would just duke it out right then and there. Yeah, and you would, it would have like end up duking it out. Yeah, for literally, reals. it would like be it fighting. would be literally yeah. like yes. Kalihi versus Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Waipaho versus Kalihi. It would Eva. be nuts. Yeah. Eva Beach versus. But that's how it everybody. is. That speaks to like human nature. It makes sense. And it just yeah, got wild sense. out there. It was just that was life. Yeah, that's what it was about. So, what was the biggest difference between going from Hawaii and coming back to the states? I think over here it got more like we were into choreography, mm-hmm. but I guess because we're in California, you know, LA, there's the Bay, there's more influences, and out there you're kind of just that's it. That's all you got. That's all you got. Yeah, because yeah. so you're not makeup, getting on the internet because the internet at the yeah. time was non-existent. So yeah. no, whatever videotape was able to make it overseas over yeah. there. It was like, but yo, not, my cousin got this tape. Yeah. check this shit out. It's like Air Force or something like yeah. that. Yeah. it was crazy. We used to get the VHS and just rewind it. Yeah, and mess with the tracking because it was that so. That was everybody. You know, and yeah. that's, we just kept rewinding it. Like, what did he do? That's why videotape watching any footage watching is a very big lost art thing. Shouts out to like Phil Ty because I remember. I used to watch a lot of footage, and I'm a, that motherfucker Phil be watching a lot, a lot of, footage. of footage. So that's how I understood, like, yo, there's students to the game. Yeah. And that motherfucker is one of them. And obviously, you can see just... She's like basketball players. Yeah, they just like basketball, yeah. Watch the tape. The real motherfuckers watch, watch tape. The tape. Yeah, watch the tape. And it was, it was just crazy, because in moving from, like, what was it, like, 98, I moved back. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of crazy, because choreography on this end was, like, starting to rise again. Mm-hmm. And there was what like, was going on in '98? Who was hot? Who it was, was like was Mind on? Tricks, Chain Reaction. Oh, that's right. Bay Area dancing was yeah. coming hot. Uh, Kaboom Squad Kaboom was up there Squad, right now. Yeah, Media Circus. Media Circus was Still really doing, big, doing the thing. Yeah. Six, six step. Probably was entering the San Diego route. That's when you start to see smaller groups aside from like Culture Shock San Diego. All yeah, that. all these. That's uh, dope. Big that's when I. Teams. That's when I actually learned about the big college teams. Is when I came back out. It was just wild seeing these big brigades. Yeah, fucking yeah. collegiate fucking dance troops. Hey yeah. man, if motherfuckers want to dance, you got to Fr- give them the opportunity. Fr- friendship games. Yeah, yeah. No, friendship games that was a big deal. Wild. Buster Groove, those those kind of places. Yeah, and, you know, and then hooking up with like Phil and you guys just opened up my mind of how big the dance world became. What was your take? So let's go back in history and let's go to the inception of like Boogie Monsters like the time. Like what was, because I know you were an integral part of at least the initial phase. Mm-hmm. Like just if there's any tidbits, I mean, you don't have to go like full in depth, but I mean, just what's some of the things that you remember like, oh, I remember this and I remember this first part, like very triumphant moments in the creation or 
even in the heat of the moment once everything went going? Like, what's some of the things that you just kind of remember as that? Because now it's just a distant memory, but right. it's cool to kind of reminisce sometimes. I just here. I just felt like during that time, there was a lot of, well, like usual in Sacramento, there's mm-hmm. a lot of beef between dance groups. Oh, always. So, but at that time, it was like, let's, let's, let's try to build something bigger than SAC. Mm-hmm. Let's go well, at that time, it was very dormant. There wasn't yeah, like there nothing was not going a lot on. Of people. Yeah, Kaboom Squad was non-existent. Like Abstract uh, was quiet. Abstract was not really doing well, much. Big shout out to Cindy Maxucci. Hey. Cindy, <laughs> homies, you know what it she is. She was the homie. Monarchs, what's yeah. up? Yeah. She was the homie. She was the only girl I knew that could windmill. Dude, she was the B B girl before B girls. Yeah, real talk. She was she was raw. Yeah, she was dope. Uh, you could have been something. <laughs> no, she was. She, she was, was it. She was. She it was just at a time when the motherfuckers weren't ready for it. I'll tell you no, that. No, they weren't. Because she, she was. on some other shit. We used to wreck raves together. She was. Like, we would fucking destroy she, circles. Yeah. She was a beast back yeah. back in the days. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It was just. It was try to get everybody together and try to create something bigger. Like mm-hmm. you see all these like super crews that are mm-hmm. like, oh, let's get the best people here. Let's get the best people here, and let's let's form this. I'm like, in the in the beginning. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Boogie Monsters was the first of all of that. I mean, we came from a different group. Mm-hmm. You know? Holy Abstract was a different... Yeah. Everybody came from different groups and then just kind of like let bygones be bygones. And then for th- like three years, everything was chill. And we were just wrecking shop outside of SAC. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. That's That That was one thing I used to always talk to Phil about. Is like, let's just stop battling each other here and let's go outside. Mm-hmm. Let's do something Find bigger more. than this. Find bigger. Something, something bigger. Because they were already yeah. doing that with Kaboom. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were already making noise with Kaboom, but then all of a sudden Kaboom kind of just... It's like busy. weird. Like the Sacramento circuit kind of comes in waves. Like yes. there was a time when Super Mac was yeah. hot and Sacramento was the hotbed for any dancer coming through the ranks. And then that kind of slowly died out. And then Kaboom comes on the scene through rallies and yep. high school shows. And then you see him at P&D. And then fame comes out. And Taboo. 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 Shouts yep. out Taboo. Like these great shows that occupied Sacramento lore. And then that kind of stopped uh, after a while. And then, you know, whether the resurgence was around our time when, okay, Boogie Monsters is here. Now we're doing local shows. We did Super Sacquated, Boogie Nights. Like, oh, shit, we're performing locally cool and then you know even now there's still a lot of groups but there's not a lot of shows happening in sacramento yeah no everything's outside now i just feel like but it seems like if there's ever the most dancers ever happening in sacramento it's this moment in time but it's just there's not uh a consistent kind of show or uh you don't see a lot of public display and yeah shout out to Derek. yeah we just had him on the pod yeah him on last week we have there's public display uh, Legend of the Making, but that's more of like a like an open styles battle. Yeah. And what's the one that Press Play does? Prelude. 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 So there's literally only two shows. Yeah. There really is. And those are and probably the longest tenured yeah. ones too right and now. And we're yeah. housing 20 plus groups. Probably. Groups that we don't even know about. Yeah, that's what there's I'm saying. There's a lot of groups out there's there. There's a lot right? of, I mean, even high school. How, how do you feel about that? You're, now you're in, you know, this venture. Uh, how, how involved are you in dance nowadays? Is it still active? Not as much? I'm still like, active. I'm back at Step 1 Studio. Okay. Big up Shots to Styles up. Crew. Yeah, there you go. So I'm, I'm still working with the kids. You running the kids program over there or are you doing a kids class? I'm doing a kids, their, their competition Competition team. team. Okay. So they're... I think they're ages 9 to 12. What's that working like? What's the biggest difference with the young kids? I think, um, well, 
Or it's always been the same. It's just different I think it's genders. still the same, different generation, okay. different different types of music. Mm. And I also think that like movement has has advanced quite a bit. It more advanced, like as in what they're doing is way more difficult, or is it just it's a different thing that you're just not it's, fully aware of? I think it's a little both mm-hmm. because it's difficult, but then at the same time too, it's like all the old school dances still still are very relevant. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of this new stuff coming out. Yeah. So. As it should be, I mean. you know, but it's different. The kids are uh, a lot more talented. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I wouldn't say a lot more talented. I, a lot. What well, is a different age, and yes. they are more advanced in terms of exposure. Yes. I would, I would, I would say this that they are more exposed, and they're seeing more shit. Because right. my dance style only came from B Street, the pilot, right. the movie, which is a PBS <laughs> series, and then you have fucking what's it called, uh, Breaking and Entering, or you know, Electric Boogaloo, and then you have the random videotapes that I was able to catch. Right. But besides that, that's all I got. If you're a kid now, you could be like, I'm about to see every show. Every dancer ever at the fingertips while I'm taking a dump. Yeah. Right? I could see it all. You're right. Basically. And exposure is everything. But I think with that, and this is kind of like my my piece is like, I think that's hard because now you're exposed to so much. How can you see all that and then kind of take it in and then try to develop your own style? Because also with that generation, it's a I always call it a microwave generation because mm-hmm. you want shit quick. That means you have to produce quick. That means you have to be on it quick. But to really kind of like harvest a style or harvest an individuality or, or whatever it is, you have to take a lot of time into it. You do. Like, and I really hark back to like the development of you know uh, the group Boogie Monsters just because you know like Phil taking on as as you know lead leader type of deal. It's like he had to. Also figured out. And I'm just speaking speculatively. I'm not a feel. Like, I don't know. I just now observing from back in the days, I'm like, it's hard to find your own style if you've seen or been one with so many different styles. Right. Where it's like, damn. Because how comfortable do you ultimately feel in your own skin doing what you want to do? That's the hardest part to me. Because there's always that question where it's like, you know, dancing so subjective. It's like, I don't know what's tight. I, I only know what's tight if you show me what's tight. That, and, and you have to kind of believe is, in it. And that's how it is now. Yeah. It's like, it seems the same you, principles are the same. It's, yeah. Principles haven't really changed. Yeah. I think what's changed is that people catch on quicker mm-hmm. and it gets exposed a lot faster mm-hmm. and people get tired of certain things a lot faster. Uh-huh. So, But how do you defeat that or how do you change the regiment? Because I don't think that's a universal thing. I think that's just kind of going with the Joneses where there's videos, there's shows, there's this. So there's so much to keep up with. But it I think is. that's only because there's a certain community or generation that prescribes to this is everybody. But if that's the coolness, then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I just say you just have to stay relevant, very consistent. I think that's the only way to stay relevant is just being consistent with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can pretty much do anything now. Yeah. And as long as you stay true to what you're doing. Well, I think that's the problem, though. I think people don't want to even take the time out to try to do something that's their own because – I think at an early age, very it's very hard to not do something that you've seen. Right. Based also on the fact that you've seen a lot. And how many people are actually, quote unquote, spending time in the lab trying to harvest those moves or that feeling or that look or that style. And uh, this is not a call out to anybody. Look, I am far removed from the whole spectrum. But in, like I'm saying, it's just 
is that available now? Because it is a, what have you done for me lately? Right. What is, how active are you? Like, how many videos have you done? Who are you dancing with? Like, you, you could be six years old and you got to be leg- legit. Like, and I don't think there's an age range. Like I said, like, no, seeing what, no what Keita is doing, seeing what Gavin, Juju, like, even seeing them back then, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are on a different level in my head. And then also seeing it all play out now, it's even crazier because it's like, that's not surprising. It's it's crazy because once those three little boys came out, mm-hmm. like there's always been like youth dancers and oh, really dope always ones. there's always been always prodigies been. Always. always, but it was always just like one, a part of a group. If you were lucky, maybe two. Yeah, you know. And then when they came out, on then and and mind you, like 2010, when the internet really, that's when the internet really took a hold of it, mm-hmm. and then the kids just kind of ran with it yeah and because it the exposure got so big yeah it was just like that it was it was it was literally like next thing you know a year two years passed by and you see all these other kid groups that are just blowing up out yeah. of nowhere and it was like wow wow where did they come from yeah. like oh my god and then it was like they probably were there at the same time that's what i'm saying it's the that's what's interesting it's like this is the outlet to reach everybody. Right. And it's not to say nobody's doing it before, no one's doing it. It's just, dude, there you'd be more surprised that there's so many people doing all types of stuff. But if you just have to single it with dance, yeah, there's probably a lot of people dancing. There's a lot more dancers exactly. than I've ever. Yeah. There's so many kid dancers out there right now. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, like watch that. So you think you could dance? Yeah. A new generation? Akita is He's killing it right now. Killing it. That boy, right shout now. out to Akita. Mama, you guys are crazy out there. They're, he's doing it right now. Killing the game right now. Yeah. He, but to be honest, that shit ain't surprising to me. I'm like, yo, that motherfucker's been doing that for... Since he was... That's what I'm saying. Knee high. I'll be really surprised. Yeah. Like, come on now. He just needed You're the platform. Right. Just like how right. Jabba, when they took ABDC, it was like... They just needed really? the platform. Correct. Are we even... Mm-hmm. Are, what, are we, what are we doing here? People on the show were probably asking them for autographs. Right off the bat. Because mm-hmm. everybody knew walking into it. They already had that already stature. Had that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what's cool to community. see. Like, people yeah. already know who Jabberwockies were. I think so. Coming like, into that. He's like Kida and So You Think That's what I'm saying. He has a huge fan base. Before even walking on there. Before walking So I think on. it's just a cool thing that he's able to have a national platform to at least, you know, put his talents out there for, for people to be seen, yeah. seeing what he what can do. You know what I'm saying? It's just It's just wild right now because... The internet has made it a lot harder for other people to get noticed. True. But then it's also easier. Easier. That's what I'm saying. So what is easy versus what is hard? It isn't. It's just standing different. But I think that that's the thing. It's like that's the hardest part. Everybody has a flavor. And we talked about this with Derek on the other part. Yeah, right. It was like you got to put your shit out there. And the only reason why it sells or it doesn't sell, it could be a numer- it could be numerous things. Right. But I think the main thing is you have to believe in what you're doing. Yes. If you don't believe in what you're doing, then why are you putting it out there? Right. Correct. I That's my thing. Like, you have to believe in it. Even if it's not your best work, put your best work out that day. And if you feel comfortable with it, you got to live with it. Yeah. And you yeah. keep on going with it. Um, People but, remember I mean, the good hard. stuff. Of course. They'll, they'll always remember. But how do they know in a dance world? How do you know if it's good? You don't. You don't. The person dancing has to sell it to you. Right. Yeah, how do you know it's tight? I don't know. But I know I like that. What makes me like that? I don't know. That's what dancing... Dancing is so subjective. Same thing with art. Like, Deeks... I don't know if you know. Deeks is like an artist, too. He's an he's, he's artist on the, on, on the come-up. Mm-hmm. But it's that same deal. Like, what makes your shit tight? You just believe in the shit you're doing. 
Because his first paintings, he thought it was the shit. And then he looks back and he's like, that was the most garbage shit I've ever done. <laughs> I feel you. But that's like dancing. You look at yourself probably 10 years ago, like, this is horrible. And then you're like, I'm glad I evolved from that. But at the time, you're like, that's the hottest shit I've done. I feel you on that particular note. I mean, it's it really is on the beholder. It is. It really is. Yeah. You know, like So that's I'm, why it's like so subjective. That's why I think when you say it's hard, yes, but it's also easy. But how do you See, then, then, then you start to ask the question, what's success? What is it? Do you want views? Is that all you're looking for? Because that seems very superficial. It is superficial. Because if you are about it, you should be able to dance whether you're putting your videos out there or not. Right. And if that's the case, then that's the whole point. See, for me right now, I've, I've come to a point where dance is, I just love doing it. Of course. It's, it's, it's fun. You yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's actually what keeps me sane. Yeah. You know, but... Some people are dancing for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I've always been like this since Click I was Clickbait dancers, man. Yeah. But, I mean, who's to say? I don't know them. You, yeah. Do you know them? But that's what I'm saying. It's like clickbait or not, whether they're getting the views, if it's good, if it's not good, it's just not your cup of tea. It's no big deal. Right. And I don't think that we should fret at it. I just think, like, everybody should do their own thing because now there's no excuse. I think that's the cool thing. Look, if somebody wants to be in this situation, be like, oh, man, this not, man, hey, nah, this and that. I was like, no, 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 can't do shit. You either put it out or you don't because right. you can. You can't say I can't. Like, really? oh, I can't sell paintings. No one's going to buy my paintings. Fuck that. Throw it on the IG. Throw it on a fucking web page you can yeah. develop for free and see what happens and, see and live with the goes. results. Because someone's going to like it. Yeah. If it you're a dancer, if you're a backseat, anything, you're like, you put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Either start dancing or just be that person that just likes to talk. And that's not a problem either because I think at the end of the day, most people just brush whatever off and you just keep on doing what you do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in most of our lives, individually, respectively, we've gotten some kind of hate in one way or the other. And that's never fully deterred us. Maybe it might have stopped us in a weird way or diverted something, but that's something you kind of have to learn from. And that's like life in general, whether it's this or something else. That's just my opinion. It really is. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's always going to happen. All right. So then on that note, what needs to happen in the community of Sacramento for things to be on the up? Or are they really on the up and up? Am I just tripping and these things are already happening? Like, like I said, I I'm mean, far there's, there's There's little things that I hear through the grapevine with, with groups in here. I think it's hard for the community to get together. Uh, I would like to see it again yeah. to, to happen because there was, uh, you know, like you said, it goes in waves. Mm -hmm. They're there in the 90s. It happened. Mm -hmm. Millennials, 2000s. 2000s, it happened. And currently right now, I think it's, it's happening again, all yeah. again. So it's yeah. like it just depends on what this generation wants to do with themselves. Yeah. You know, and, and it's 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 in their hands. It we is. can only sit here and advise them as much as possible. But the way we did it. But I said did. this though. But I said this in the nineties. Eh, yeah, the nineties. Like who threw friendship games? Who threw taboo? Right. Who threw fame? Who was a big part of putting P and D and wanting them to bring in hip hop acts? Who were those people? Those people are long gone. But man. see, they, but they were older back then. They were. See, and that's why I like the idea where it's like it's in their hands, but at the same time, they're also handcuffed by opportunity still. Very but true. the people that were providing those opportunities, and I want to specifically point out Taboo, because who threw Taboo or who was behind it? Raleigh. Raleigh, Kathy Cruz, Joe yeah. LaRotte. Yeah. And those were dancers throwing dancers' shows. Right. Correct. And that's why I'm like, and that's what I felt at a certain time when I was like, damn, I want to be a part of dance, but I'm so far removed physically and I'm so away from the style where I'm like, what can I do? What, what, what can I do? What's an opportunity in a, in, in a – how can I contribute? And that's why 
this idea of like, well, maybe shows, maybe this. And I've had a lot of dancers on. I've contacted certain, you know, like choreographers out there or local people and just trying to get an opinion and a take. And I don't know if that's necessary. I just don't want to come in and be stepping on toes. That's my opinion. I don't think you would. I think right now people would embrace it. Yeah, they would embrace it because, you know, no one wants to put in that work right now. It's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. It is, but it's such for a good reward to see people and kids dancing and people just putting it out there because that feeling you can never take away from myself. For anybody that's ever danced or does anything on a big stage, I just figure that feeling you'll never get back. And to provide that for other people, I think, is for me anyways, is like a really cool thing. If I had the opportunity to provide it, I would. I think to a point it's a necessity to have those kind of things because there really is no outlet. Like we try to put on a show at least once a year. Of course. But it's always a struggle. It's always a struggle. It's a struggle, but there's... Uh, we're very blessed with a lot of the groups in Sacramento who yeah. always participate. Like yeah. we do a lot. Like last year, our biggest show was uh, what was it? We did the Cal Expo thing during Christmas time. Okay. So oh, the Winter Wonderland. Yeah, the Winter Wonderland, which was it was cold as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was cold. But it doesn't matter. But everybody came. Opportunity. And it was a lot. We had a yeah. lot of great performers and dancers yeah. that came, and it was it it, it was really dope. Yeah. No prize money. Yeah. There was nothing there. Everybody just came together and, and rocked a good show. Nice. And everybody had a good time. Like, no one got paid. Everybody just got into the To come kicking and dance. For free. Yeah. They just got in for free. That's all it was about. See, and, I, I noticed that, too. Like, whenever we would perform, you know, like, even if there was money involved, that was the least of everybody's words. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got out there, it was always about the experience. Yeah, nobody, fun. nobody ever asked after. Hey, yeah. so where's that check at? Yeah, right. You know, it was never about anything. that. Yeah. No, it was never about point. that. Well, now, now it's a little different because you know dancers are getting paid. Somewhere. So yeah, well, when you start to see that money, it's like, how do you acquire that? Yeah. Because it's not a bad thing to ask for it. It's just no. how do you come up with a system and a base to continue to do what you love to do without having the ills of like everyday life harking on your time to not allow you to do the things you love to do. Yeah, but without current, seeing so offensive. That's right but that's now. like an artist. Like yeah. I said, Deeks, justify yourself selling paintings. How do you justify yourself selling paintings? Is it because other people do it? No. What is it then? Just because I put it out there. Because I need money. Yeah, but it's not why you do it though. You do it because you love it, and you feel like I feel this has value. And anybody for the three billion people that live in our country or whatever, one person's going to look at your painting and feel something, feel some type of way. And I want to say for dancing, it's the same way when people see dance. It's like I'd I'd love to see it. Whether it's allowing people to just like follow their passions, or you know, follow dance, or even watch something entertaining. It's like. I know there's a way because now in this day and age you're actually seeing dancers get paid, which is very fascinating because I think it's, never in a time you've never seen it. This is the most I've yeah. ever seen it. But you also want to tread lightly, I think, just if you have to look at it as an overview, like how do we go about this without having to be really dirty about it? Yeah. You know, yeah. which well, is in the, in the world of business, there's going to be shit that happens, but yes. also trying to keep in mind of why – or how these things are acquired or how you do to generate revenue without having it be sour. Because I think to your point, you were like, well, you know, you have people being successful and it's just like, oh, well, why are they being successful? It's like, well, yes and no. It's like you just look at that and you either have to go your own lane, do your own thing, or collab with them and ask them how, how it's done and just try to do it in the best manner possible. But I think you can't please everybody. I think that's just like the No, the you can't please everyone. Yeah. But I just feel like as – you know, to be successful, 
I think successful is within yourself. True. You know, I don't, I don't, it's not about a dollar sign or this or that. It's, it's really how happy are, yeah, how happy are you? The experiences, the moments. Yeah, that's really what it's about. Because in the end, you know, you're going to end up being like me at 38 and be Mm -hmm. like, look, like, wow, I'm not, I'm not dancing like on the whole Jabba show Mm -hmm. or I'm not out there in LA doing big things. Yeah. But at the same time. I'm pretty happy with what I've done in my yeah. dance career. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I, I have think something. I think I have something cool to say to my grandchildren, you yeah. know, or even just children that I don't even know that yeah. just want to just be like. I think so that do does do? get lost in translation. Yeah. I think that when people assume like monetary value with something you love to do, which is, I think is great if that's your pursuit, um, you know, being on TV, that's another thing. I think that it is. You know, success is whatever you define it as, and yes, like to your credit, like I said, I I will I will, you know, outright say it, like, yo, you've done a lot. I think just for in this general area in the last I don't know how many years, like you allowed opportunity, and I think that that needs to be stated, and I think that like you need to know that because you know for the future ventures you have in mind or whatever the case is, it's like it's people man. like you that you're you're able to. You're one of the few people that are able to do this, along with a handful of other people. There you know are. what I'm saying? Like, and you guys have kept it true, and that's a really hard thing to do when you're trying to live everyday life. Right. Because dance, yes, is the passion, but everyday life rears its ugly head. Like, we yeah. all have regular jobs. Like Everybody in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's still that, like, motherfucker, I'm trying to, like, do this, but, damn, I still got to do this. I like, got to pay bills. How many days? I got no time to build tables. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you try to trek up that, that hill, but in those efforts, do you make minimal strides. And I, I think, like I said, to your credits, like, if you look at your, you know, body of work since even the time I met you and hearing the backstory, I'm like, it's really cool that you've done that, and I hope that you continue to either still be somewhat a big part or integral part in the growth and development of whatever Thank this you. dance community is. Like, you know, coming from me personally, I don't think I've ever shared that with you, and because you know we're friends, but just to say it outright to the public and for all you know, two listeners out there, <laughs> this is the man. Real talk. You know what's kind of crazy is um, I look up to this one cat right now. His uh, Money B. Mm-hmm. I got to give shout out to Money B. Okay, Money B. Money B from so Freaks from, of the Industry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> no, Freaks of the Industry. He's um he's Playboys. Uh, oh, Popping Crew. Popping Crew. Okay, uh, dope. So yeah. he's an OG. He's from San Jose, but he he lives out here in Sacramento. Oh, now. sick. Dude is. I got to give it up. Where can you cat. find him at? What's up? Where I, you can take classes can, from? What's up? What's good? He does them, and he's travel. He's been traveling at. You know he's a he's a generation older than us. Yeah. He's like one of the OG OG OGs. So and that cat Triple. right there, he won a battle at the age of what I don't even know forty something. That's mm-hmm. tight. You know, and he he he's still out there doing, doing it. it, and he just love it. Whether yeah. if he's getting paid or not. I mean, the cat. I don't know his whole backstory or who he is or where he came from. Yeah. I've only heard, you know, stories. snippets. Yeah, and snippets of work. Yeah. And to hear where he's come from and to where he's at right now, I got to give that man some props. That's man. dope. He, he, but you look at things like that, you're yeah. like, this shit never has to end. No, it doesn't. Cause the cat, it doesn't. He He's still doing it. Like, yeah. he got a regular nine-to-five job. Yeah, and just doing it because he loves to do it. And it's always been a part of his life. And he has so much respect. 
everywhere. I mean, yeah. worldwide. Yeah. I mean, this guy is Money like, G. Find him. Money he, B. Money B. Money B. Money like, B. Find this, him. This guy is no joke. Like, That's dope. I gotta give him his props because he was battling like, you know, Ed Cordero back in the days. I'm sure they yeah, probably yeah, yeah. crossed paths back in the days. Mm. But now he's like, he's an entity. You mm. know, I'm. You know, for, for at least for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I, I look at my OGs and it's like. Wow, how could you? You're still doing it. Like yeah. it just baffles me. It, ba- it baffles. But why me. though? It's like it's. I think for me, it's like growing up. You either succumb to life's pressures in everyday life, or right. you continue the shit you love to do at whatever yeah. cost. He and at whatever cost, yeah. that dude is still doing it. So on that note, you talk about OG OGs. Have you seen the Get Down on Netflix? No. Have, have you heard of it? I've heard of it, but okay. I haven't seen it. You need to go see it. You need to watch you it. especially because I want to see what series. you see and how you interpret it. Because I interpret it one way, you interpret it one way, he interpreted it one way, but we all liked it. Really? Because it's, it's essentially a ode to like seventies birth of hip hop. You right. know, Sedgwick, uh, Grandmaster, Grandmaster Flash, that whole era. Wow. It's all in this six part series, hour long, hour and a half for the pilot episode. I've seen that. I've so seen that. I've I mean, I don't know if you have Netflix, that. but I would highly recommend you watch it, more or less, just to hear your take on it, and just to you to look at and point things like, "Yeah, that's how it is." Nope, that's how because that's how I felt when I was watching. I was like, "Yo, yeah, that, mm-hmm, oops, yeah." Like even like, though like we that. didn't grow up in that era, yeah, there was a lot of similarities in this in in the same shit. Dude, it's even just cool to see like how I liked the era or the world yeah. of hip hop and how it was introduced, and to see it depicted that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, critics would say whatever they want. Like, oh, it I don't know what the critics say, good or bad, but I'm just saying it's like it makes you see and it puts you in that environment at that moment and you feel that energy. You feel that, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Is that how you felt when you watched it? What did you feel yeah, like? It was tight. Like, what did you feel when you first watched it? I was it? excited. I wanted to start DJ. Why? Because <laughs> that shit looked tight. Right? I'm about to be dizzy for Halloween. All right, so (laughs) what is your guys' take on hip-hop in general? We've been talking about dance. But see, like, hip-hop for all of us, I I would have to say, at least for us three, it's safe to say that it all started with hip-hop. True. Like, yeah, we have dance. Yeah. We have this entity of dance, and we have all these different styles and genres within Mm -hmm. it. But when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, it all starts off with hip-hop. Yes, sir. You know, and what is your guys' take on it? Currently? The current state. The current state. See, it's, there's it's one it's one thing it's one thing to to compare it to how it was in the past. How we because there are if you watch Team Backpack, there's still guys that are in it for lyricism, mm-hmm. for knowledge, for for stuff like that. Then mm-hmm. you have your mumble rappers, which should be a different genre, like everybody says. Um, and subcategorized, I guess. I guess. But why uh, separate? That's my thing. Like trap is not even considered. Yeah, trap, but why separate drill, though? Why separate? Because it's not even the same music. But what like, is coming, the music? Coming on the basis of what the MC was supposed to do. But isn't hip hop supposed to be the all unifying thing? That's the biggest difference with the movement in hip hop, where it's like it's supposed to be all unifying. Where 
whether it was uh, double time rapping. Remember with that scene with uh, what's his face, and it was like, oh, oh that became a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, with yeah. double time. And I was like, okay, but that's a different style. But for some reason, that was rah cool. rah rah. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm trying to run a parallel, and I thought about this, and I was like, what's the parallel with rock music and hip hop music? Because rock music for its era in that time right. was instrumental, it was. but it started off as like I don't know who's who who's the created like. Who would be the Grandmaster Flash or the Cool Herc of rock and roll? Oh, you fucking got me, bro. I don't know. But whoever that is, though, it started off as one way. Who is it? Someone find out. YouTube live or you just live or, or something. Le- uh, Lex, look this, look this up. Lex, look that up. Oh, oh you ain't here? Oh, that's cool. Garbage. <laughs> Anywho, no, but I mean, if you look at that, though, it's probably started off as one genre. Because for me, like, I was listening to Steely Dan. I'm like, dude, Steely Dan's ill. But then, then you have yeah, then hair bands, and hair then you band. have Nirvana, Punk, and you have grunge. Uh, you know, like Pink Floyd. You got uh, Led Zeppelin. Like you got hitters. You got Queen. Sub, you got Journey. Like these all sound different, but they're all under this rock and roll, big rock and roll thing. Right. So for me, it's like if you had to say hip hop, and you don't have to say your hip hop. You don't have to say anything. It's just what this advancement in this new sound and this new energy with. Essentially, if you had to take it off of what the show meant and represented, it was just this kind of new energy and this new wave Free for of all. yeah, just kind of expression. And this was it at the time through this area. I can see that. I can see. But that. with like trap and like you know mumble rap, where the origins at? Whether it's like area specific or it's at this point website or IG specific, whatever it is, it's ultimately an expression and a style that is able to. You know, reach people in some way, shape, or form. Whether you want to say it's mind control or whether you want to say it's whatever, <laughs> it's reaching people and it's an expression. It is. And you can never understand it because you're never that person. So, right. if you want to put it under the guise of hip hop, great. If you want to branch off into your thing, I think that's great too. But I don't think any of those genres that you guys mentioned would never say, oh, this is like super, super brand new. This is our own original yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's coming off of the heels of something else. It is. Whether they want to admit it or not, I think that's, I think that's the case. And I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just think that I'm old now where I'm, looking, I'm listening to music like... That's just garbage. That's just garbage. <laughs> oh, I remember my day, motherfucker, look at, play this motherfucking hieroglyphics. That's yeah. real hip-hop. That, right. You get what I'm saying? But that's just us... Being Not, old. Yeah, being old. Being it's just, Republican. Because these, these young kids are looking at us. These young kids are looking at us like, yo, these motherfuckers don't know what the fuck is up. They're, like, we're on some new shit. When we were getting, like, for me, I like, let's start with Deke since you're young. What was that first song where you're like, yo, this is the shit? Like, what's one of those songs that will hold dear and near to you, like, around the age of 18, 17? 18. What was that? What was hot? Where you were like, fuck. Uh, Kanye. Which one? His uh, college dropout. Yeah. College dropout. Yep. That was my senior quote. That See, was a good life. See, yeah, that was a good. That album. was a big deal that was a big to album. him. Was a good album. Yeah. See, so now for you, P, your first time of hearing something where you understood, like, oh shit, this song is some different energy. This is some something else. It, I mean, I've never really, I never, I've never really kept up with what was new. I mean, I felt. Well, I've, just think about when I've you were seventeen, apart, eighteen, when I was 17, 18. or even younger, depending on when this when whatever I, okay, got to you. If we're gonna go back to, to younger, then it yes. was uh, Bullies of the Block, Freestyle Fellowship, uh, Inner City uh, Griots. Damn, see, Bullies of the Block. Was, what did that make you feel like? It was the song it's itself was dope because it wasn't necessarily about 
it w- it was more like a story. Mm-hmm. Like that's what and I that's really how you heard dug it as about hip hop. That's what I really dug about oh, Freestyle Fellowship. Yes. And that era, like yes. Far Side, a lot of their stuff was very storytelling. Yes. Although, you know, there are there there was some realistic points in them in them, especially on Bullies at the Block of the Block. At the very end, um, there's a little snippet of "We will not tolerate." Right. And yep. I mean, all of them had extremely different styles. AC had a different style. Peace had a different style. And it was just like I just seen a book just like unfolding in front of my face, like mm-hmm. just listening to the song. Yeah. I was like, "This song is fucking dope," and it was his CD and I, or his tape. I think, yeah, cassette tape. Yeah, cassette tape. <laughs> what was it for you? See, the first song where you were like, "This, um, this, wow, this is some other shit." Oh shoot, I could go with mainstream or you could, whatever, this whatever's one. that one song you could hark back to when you were younger. Yeah, the Guns and Roses tape. And yeah, it would be, oh. I mean, for me, I grew up with DJs, so it was like, you know, we, even a breakbeat. We we whatever. Used to just hear. It. Well, I have. I have two. Like okay. Chief Rocker was the one. Woo! Yeah, Chief Rocker oh, was Chief definitely yes. number one. Chief, Chief Rocker was one. Dude, that's a good song. Fuck, that's a good song. And then Streetwell. Honestly, you know, I did like my Freestyle Fellowship. I love Think Tank. I love all. Think what's the one? If you're like, yo, give me in a song, what to you like encapsulate like encap whatever that word is, that <laughs> encapsulates like hip hop or, or that feeling that you got when you first felt it. You know what I'm saying? It would have to be reminisce. Woo! Oh, that. that's a good song. I reminisce. Over you. The only reason why is just because it, it, you know, you hear it, you yeah. constantly reminisce about it. Yeah. You really do. I remember they put that song on street ball. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sega that's Saturn. how I know it. Yeah, or, no, Sega, uh, game. Uh, yeah. no. I mean, uh, game. Nah. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Some old school. Uh, uh, Dreamcast. All the homies used to rock that. But it's such a good song, though. The vibe of it, the lyricism over that sample. That yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good reference. That era of music, though, is is for me, anyways, is never going to get old. But see, that's like people's oldies. Uh, yeah, whether that, you're R&B exactly. head, whether you're a, a Smokey Robinson fan, right. whether you're a Steely Dan, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd fan, whether you're a whatever, you, it's countless. Like, you know, Johnny Cash, like you got them cats. Like, it's funny because now when you take a step back and you look at that universe, you look at the hip hop universe and you look at the other music universes and now let's take a step back and look at music as a whole. Right. You're like, all you see is people that listen to music and are affected by it. And that's... That's a really big deal. It and, is. you know, in just to put in my two cents, it's like what I – and I listened to it in eras, but one of the first songs I remember was Planet Rock, um, Looking for the Perfect Beat. And then in a couple years later, like The Mystery of Chess Boxing with Wu-Tang Clan. Yes. Um, all the Chief Rocka, all the Reminisce, Diggable Planets. There's like a whole bunch of them, you know, Far Side. It's just that was a good era of music. De La Soul, you got – it's endless, and it's a golden era because maybe it's the first, uh, the first wave of just when motherfuckers felt like, oh shit, like I could MC too, and I, do I want to put some shit out, whatever that was, and it kept on going. And for every generation after that, I think it has its own identity. Whether you identify with it or not, that's one thing. But I say to knock on it and to have these debates. I think they're fun and all, but I think we can't lose uh, sight of like 
the bigger picture. The growth is look. This is expression at its best, and hip hop allows all colors, all forms of people to embrace it and to take part in it more so than any other. For me, any other music genre. It is. You know, I mean, that's just me. And I could be speaking like stupid just because I'm not fully thinking about it. It's just like a spur of the moment thing. But I mean, yeah. Because there's always that debate. Oh, Macklemore. Oh, gee, easy. White rapper, action, bronze, blah, blah. I'm like, I mean, regardless of what their influences are, appropriated, whatever you want to say, it's like, it's just music. It is. And if it makes you feel a certain way, that's all that fucking matters. Because yeah. I listen to a lot of different fucking music. Yeah, so. like, there's a new kid I, I, that he, I, ca- I caught him on my Facebook. Ho, 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 ho. He's a little little white kid. Ho. Token. Token is fire. Oh, yeah, no, I ain't no Token. Dude, that Token is like 17 years old. Oh, fucking fire. Where'd you see him on the dot? Where'd you see him at? No. I don't know. No, I he does know. Team Backpack. Okay. Yeah, there's Team Backpack. Team Backpack's the thing. Team like, backpack. if you're looking for, like, a, a, a throwback MC, retro yeah. sound, yeah, like, that, that style. That kid right there, he's he has a little bit of, he got an old soul. Yeah. He's got yeah. a little bit of everything. He can do new stuff, but then he. Yeah, he'll triple time on your ass. Hey. And, triple time. But that's dope. <laughs> but then at the same time, his, like, lyrics, like, have, like. Substance. There's, substance. there's substance mm-hmm. behind yeah, it. Very much so. You yeah. know, a lot of people are not going to dig him. Nah. He's more of an underground But you got to think of where hip-hop's initial thing was. It wasn't for the masses. It was for the underground. Yeah, right. And so, that's exactly what I say. And that's just a style. If you want to MC, watch Tim, Team Back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want that free, open feeling of this is what hip-hop is, listen to the radio. Yeah. Because that's what it is. But if you want like a real gritty MC, Team Backpack is showcasing... All kinds. He, everyone. Everyone. But this from, kid just, he was on, I think he was on the, not the, it's not the wake up show no more. No, it's the it Sway in the Morning. Sway in the Morning. Yeah, oh, Sway yeah. He went on that. Sway, you don't know. <laughs> Roasted down. Fucking like, he had like a 16 minute burst. Yeah. Damn. I think it's just cool to see. I think it's cool to see hip hop not be a fad. Yeah, That's no, just for me. It's now. It's, I just it's, seen it evolve in so many different ways. And you know it's it's crazy because it's harder to see what's good hip hop and then what's this like mainstream. Yeah. But like or, like he was saying earlier, it, it's subjective because because right, if, main, if, if pop if pop culture is hip hop now, that just speaks to the whole movement, right? Because now it's like if you're char- or if your tar- top of the chart people are quote unquote labeled as hip hop or whatever. I would embrace that more as like, damn, like this is recognized like worldwide in our country and worldwide. Like, yo, this is like the hottest shit going. It is. And I don't think, you know, you look at that and it's like, oh, like, oh, man, Drake, this and that or whoever the top artist is. Right. You can't look at that like, oh, Nicki Minaj ain't that. It's like, motherfucker, she's from this same mold. Genre, yeah. It just sucks when you look at it culturally like, oh, this is what we do. We bring people up to bring them down. It was crazy because uh, one of the kids in the, at the school I work at, she was listening to uh, Drake. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, it's in the pop genre. And I was like, Drake's in pop. I, makes sense. I, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess, it makes yeah. sense. It it's makes not a sense. bad thing, though. No, I think it's that not. it's... It's just funny how that's like mainstream. Imagine yes. who was okay. Let's say hip hop, right? I don't know. Like who would be? What, what's an era in pop culture? And imagine just fucking <laughs> substituting it with like a hip hop act at that time, like in the nineties. Who was who was hip pop culture wise? 
Like Madonna. MC Hammer. MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Okay, imagine switching out MC Hammer with like... Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew or some shit. Which right. Two Live Crew, to their credit, was pretty popular. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah they're Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's some form of hip-hop. Like, I'm, I don't know what form that is, but that's some form. Booty Bay shit. Like, yeah, it was. Nigga, that, that, that Luke shit. Mother, that shit was way, hanging man. in Hawaii for a hot... hot minute. Hot years. <laughs> that, shit, that shit just died. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. They just moved on to Island Reggae. Like, they're, they're the originators of twerking. No, but that's real. That's true. And I I think that's cool because there's so many genres and i think that was the even the mc hammer deal can't hate on hammer no. hammer had people fed and this motherfucker was dancing creating dances and he's from oakland 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 three five seven yeah i knew a girl that danced on, on exactly squad. see it was kind of crazy first motherfucker to have like an entourage of like my, 700 my people on his squad. boom oh, what? boom yeah. that's tight you know what i'm saying related to uh rudy rudy here you go right now yeah what? From what side? Uh, and we talked about mom, this. Sorry, folks. My mom's side. Your mom's side. See, but and you're related through the family side or the, the, the father's side. Mom. No, oh, no. mom's side? Oh, I'm sorry. My mom is related to the father. The, yeah. Oh, okay. So ah, you're my mom. mom. Rudy. See? Oh, okay. So you're through the Raynon side. Yeah. Oh, that's... Weird how that works. Because oh. we had the start of the pod and they talked <laughs> about this like five episodes in. Wow. Oh, that's, like, you related? That's... I was like, that's some Sacramento shit for you guys. Yeah, that's how you know hey. that roots go deep. But wow, hi, yeah. <laughs> hey, cuz, hey, bro. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, hip hop's a thing, man. It's cool to see. That's why it's like I, I, as as much as I'm old, it's like I'm not even old. Like I'm just like, look, there's some new energy. How do we harvest this energy and, and allow them to blossom? Right, because they're gonna make whatever decisions they want. And I think that that's the key thing is whatever the generation before them has to give way. And I don't know what age that is, and I don't think there's a necessary age. I don't give a. I I I am okay with a generation being like, "Fuck y'all, y'all ain't shit. Stop that nonsense." Which I get, right? And I'm like, I'm cool with that too because that kind of that kind of uh, adversity for a generation is like, man, fuck y'all. We taking the show over. Like we we taking the crown, and that's the energy that I I would say hip hop kind of you know it is. That's is. how it all started. You know, you know like, I, I don't give up my territory. He's like, I'm taking that shit. You know what's kind of funny is uh. I feel bad. This that one of the kids that I work with, mm. he was like, mind you, he's a good, great football player. Of course, playing for the high school right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you know what, Mr. C, I think uh, I want to be a rapper. And I was like, no, 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 don't, don't be a rapper. There's no, no, no. Why <laughs> not? Why not? Right. And I feel bad because yeah. you know we're talking about this. Yeah. And I realized, like, you know, after I said it. But that's just because going through the week, listen to the radio, and you're just like, dang, this is what hip-hop's turned into. But now listening yeah. to you guys, I'm just like, you know, maybe you might be this just that one time. Yeah. You might be that one kid. Yeah, who turns one, it all over. Who turns it all around. And I'm the one guy that might have stopped you. <laughs> you know? Because that's my thing. Because imagine putting yourself in high school. Right. I don't even remember what I was like. But I know this. I had a, I was full of energy. Right. And if I was... In the mode of doing something, I was going to fucking do it. Like, or I was going to try to do it. And it would be helpful if other motherfuckers ahead of me would give way. Right. And shouts out to Mr. Pennerman, Mr. Bramham. Hey, like, these yeah. are the type of cats that uh, saw it from the outside and was like, look, I'm just going to give them a platform to dance. I'm not going to explain why or how. I'm just going to give them something to run with. And sure enough, they gave me a lot of opportunity to help me get out on stage. Yeah. And to be honest, if I look back at, you know, some of the things I've been a part of my life, I'm like, I would pinpoint some of those things 
that gave me experience in front of audiences and understood whatever it is that got me prepared to be on stage for whatever or or in any dealing of life. Like I'm like, and that's just one little gesture by a generation before. That's they could have been looked at us like, yo, that's yeah. just garbage. Like whatever y'all doing, y'all dancing this new shit. Like, yeah, you know, we're trying to take it back. For me, and this is just me. This is opinion because it's like I just embrace the energy and and the vision of a 17, 18 year old that's hell bent on it. Cause there's no guarantee that they do it forever, but there's also the possibility that they are the ones that change everything, everything. going forward. Yes. And to not allow them to yes. even the opportunity and to suppress that at such an early age. I think that's, I want to say unfair. I just think it, trying to be mindful of it and try to be sensitive to it because we felt that growing yes. up. It's like, Oh, you ain't going to do shit. Like what were you told that you couldn't do at that age? I'm pretty sure there was something. High school? Yeah. High school or even earlier than that where it's like, you, you can't do that. Or no, nah, you ain't going to do that. And even if it was casual, it wasn't like meant that way. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, or were you in that realm of like, you could do whatever you want, man. Believe in your nah, dreams. I was you in that realm. What, you could do whatever you want? Yeah. I was See, like, but not everybody's like that. I was like, man, I'm about to do this. See, that. but that energy, like if someone tried to stop you, what would you do? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. Laugh at him. That's what I'm saying. What was your thing? It had to be something because you were pretty ambitious probably because you were in multiple sports. Like, yeah. creative head, you were a younger cat, so your parents kind of knew how to wave you around. But, you know, in those environments, what's something that was suppressing something that you may or may not have wanted to do at that time? And you still was like, I'm going to do it. Or it stopped you, whatever. Um, Shit, sports. Like what? Mm-hmm. Probably football. What, what was said? Too small. Yeah. And you kept on doing it? Yeah, I played. How'd you do? I started. How'd you fail? How would your coaches say? Oh, they wanted me to keep playing, but I didn't. You, but what did you feel like when you were on the field and you were doing it? What What was the burn that you felt inside when somebody said, like, oh, Yang, you're too small? Uh, Fuck you, know. watch yeah. this. I just kept playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't a great player. It was my. I've never played football. It was my oh, first fuck. year. If you started and it's your yeah. first time playing, I'm pretty sure you have some kind of talent. Yeah, yeah for it's real. Tight. It was fun. Yeah. You were fast. Like for you, Pete, what was you growing up? Like what was, what was something that was like a – Oh, no, there was no reins on me. I did whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah, he did. See? There was no, I mean, I remember him. We were at Audiotistic. Yeah, we were out there. But you I, never I was older. But you never, you never had anybody be like, "Oh, you can't do that," or "No, nah, you ain't even that good." I mean, even if I did, I'd never paid attention. No, to it. never did. But there was that energy there. See, for me, growing up, I I don't know if the adversity I felt. I just know I had a lot of free reign to do whatever I wanted. But I know when I was seen, and you know whether it's my parents or whether it's you know. Teachers, they'd be like, oh, that's, I don't know, what was that going to get you? Or what was that going to do? Like, yeah. a lot of that stuff at an early age for me did really deter me. There was a lot of things like that deterred me uh, kind of from doing things or kind of slided my vision towards it. Right. And and I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, if I can, that's why I'm not. No, it's nothing like that. I think that up until this point, I think I've been able to do most of the things I want to do, if not everything I wanted to do. But I could remember and pinpoint some of the things where it's like, I didn't want to hear that. Or that didn't really help in me yeah. wanting to do that. Yeah. And I think about that now where it's like that energy and that naivety or being naive at that age, but all you're seeing is something you want to do. I would think that anybody that is trying to, or anybody that's older than you is like, yo, you should just try to help me try to do it at least. I think, and if you think I'm going to fail, at least put me in a position to fail. Just right. don't stop me from the get go and be like, Nah, yeah. that shit's whack. Nah, your moment music's whack. Like, look, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. But there's a reason why the shit exists and why motherfuckers want to do it. Yeah. And you kind of have to embrace it as such. And 
whether you don't like it or not, that's one thing. But I think to to suppress it, I think is is not the way. But that's some weird fucking that's why I utopian you got, thinking. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. At the same time, you gotta send kids on that Pakusa remix hunt. Oof. You know what I mean? But like, see, that's your that's your strategy, which I get. But you gotta be in. You have to look at the times now and be like, what's something to emulate that? If your older person wanted to, you know, give a kid a hunt, like, like find me. The Far Side, LP, uh, Lab Cab in California. Mm. Go find it and bring it back to me mm. after you listen to it. True. That's that Pacusa remix for kids. And then they'll listen to it like, oh, fuck, this that's, is tight. That's why she I does told, keep on passing me by. I, should, I told I feel the kid, that. I was like, you know what? Just stick to football. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, there's a lot of people that do that too. And a lot of the times it works out. Right. But yeah. That's why it's like it's so hard to try to think like if I was 18, 17, 16, whatever, what would I want to hear at that time? And there is a give and take. So I don't know what the right answer is. For me, looking at it, I'm like I would allow them to make their choice and then try to put them in a situation to try to advance that. Right. And the minute they don't like it, it's like, okay, move on to the next thing because I don't think that. In this lifetime, I definitely not that at that age. I do not know. I, I do not want to know what I'm doing for the rest of my life. For me, no. it, looking right. back at it now, and I'm glad that my life has been able to take these weird turns and twists and all that. And a lot of it was unexpected, and a lot of it was really great. And I want to look at my life that way and continue to look at my life going forward where the possibilities are endless. Like, I don't know where the fuck I end up. I don't know what I, I don't even know what I'm doing yeah. next week, but I want to have a plan loosely, but at the same time, I want to be open to the idea of something else and open to new experiences. Or if I do have a passion I want to pursue, I want to be able to do it. Just like Pete. He's like, I feel like building some shit. Let me build hella furniture right quick. <laughs> For reals. And then all of a sudden he builds it. It's I, like, I think I, that's that shit. As an adult, I've been met with more resistance than when I was a kid. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be giving you a hard time all the time. Like, what you gonna do with kombucha? You ain't gonna do shit. What you gonna do with Jesus? You ain't gonna do nothing. Like, I'd be doing shit all the time like that. Yeah, right. But I don't know if I do it because I want to see if he's gonna do it. I try to push you to the edge and do it. Or or what? But th- this is the thing. It's like I-, I need to be more open to just anybody and everybody doing something because I would hate for somebody to want to suppress something I want to do just as like this podcast. Probably myself stopped myself from doing this. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to do it. And now that we're doing it, I'm like, oh, I feel a lot better. And I don't give a fuck what people say. Like I said, all two viewers out there, thank you. But this means a lot. I think to me, just because I'm able to come here every week and just kind of reflect on what the fuck I've been doing, reflect right. with all you guys, talk about some profound shit to help me get to the next level and to this stage of evolution. I think I learn shit all the time. I think this is dope. Thank I think you. what you guys got going on is really, I think it's where we used to have conversations. All the time. All the time. And then yeah. people, you know, random people would sit in and next thing you know, they're yeah. sitting there like, oh, wow. I think that's just the thing. It's like, as fuck. yeah. yeah. I think with this day and age, with the, with, yeah, with the age of technology, <laughs> this is a lost art yeah, in yeah. the sense of conversating, especially about stuff, whether it's relevant or non-relevant. That's why, I mean, it's loosely based because I don't want people to think like, all right, they're going to talk about something relevant. Like, nah, this is just for yeah. our personal thing. If right. you want to hop in the convo, cool. If you want to learn something great, if you don't, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You want to say you hate us? Fine. I don't, I don't really care in that way. This is more... Just to just talk about anything. And right. if you want to join the convo or if you want to start your own, I encourage everybody and their mom to start a pod. I, will, I like to listen in on different conversations. Yeah, speaking of which, my little brother, DJ, uh, Hierarchy Clothing, Garage Kids, 
They're about to start a podcast. Boom, finally. Yeah. Hierarchy Clothing. Thank you. Yeah, shout out them. Do shout that. Out garage kids. They in Hawaii still? They move in yeah, shop or what? They're, they're still. They're what still island they on? Oahu. All right, Oahu. we're going to go over there. We're going to go guest star and pot yeah, on them once we do it or two ever. They've been hitting me up like, yo, That's help us high. think of names. Like, no, just. just Organically. Organically. You get Ryan to. hella high and just have him talk for like an hour and just yeah, find something. <laughs> and stop him in the mid conversation. So, when are we, are we putting the fights on the, uh, the, on the card? Yeah. yeah. On the, there are two ever. On the Amex? On, yeah. on the Amex, bro. Sick. No, but yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Like, trying to get these conversations. I think, like, you coming from generation, we, me, and you have had these conversations. So yeah. this ain't nothing. This is this like is normal. a normal yeah. day. Like, I don't go. I, I, I don't have to see you in like twenty years, and we could just pick up where we left off with anything. So, and and I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, I first and foremost, I wanted to say you've done so much for the dance community, and I think for having sure, so many yeah. dancers on, like, you're etched in that cloth of like history for the dance you know community at least here and, and you know hopefully going forward continue to do more stuff because i think you've helped change a lot of people's lives in 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 everything that you've done in whether in the biggest way or the smallest way right. and and i think going forward I, I hope that you continue to be a part of it and continue to you know show in and things like this like i'm able to do stuff like this uh partly because of a lot of dance stuff just uh, maybe i was able to harvest a lot of my social skills in dance like to feel comfortable in my skin yeah. with people, <laughs> and and this is what I've kind of you know come to, and and I appreciate anybody and all friends and all guests that I ever had on, on here because it does take a lot out of a day. Yeah, like you're probably coming off of how many jobs you work today? <laughs> just well, one. today, just one. Today. That's good. So you're only working one job now. No. See. Uh, no. <laughs> but two jobs normally. <laughs> but I know this is a lot in your day. So for you to take the time out, I appreciate it because, you know, like you take the time. And this is a conversation, you know, and, and I, I enjoy your company, brother. I think it's actually, I just thought it was cool. I mean, I didn't get to listen to all your guys' podcasts. All good. But all good. I just think it's don't a dope to. thing that what you guys are trying to do out here. Yeah. Because, I mean, people just don't conversate. listen to conversate. Yeah. Or just conversate, period. Yeah. Like I, I think we get caught up in the ills of life, especially yeah, as you get it older. It's like, damn, yeah. I don't know what day it is. And I, I haven't slowed down yet. Yeah. yeah. So podcasts for me really slow down a lot of things. Where this was actually a good blessing because I mean I've been I've been at we just moved so mm -hmm. congratulations you know just that yeah transition the ins is, and outs of moving kind of crazy yeah so taking this time off to just actually reflect about something other than what I'm currently going, going, going through, through right now slows like, everything down it, it really did it was a really good thing but trip it was just down like, memory lane yeah trip mm -hmm. down memory lane of understanding course. you know talking about hip hop. Seeing your guys' studio and what you guys are actually doing. Cool. Yes, this is ours. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, this is ours via, you know, boss man, you know, Mr. Mr. Garibaldi over there. Um, you know, but like I said, that 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 friendship was forged through dance and the yeah. understanding of hip-hop, love, life, whatever, like, and this is one of those opportunities. Like, you came in and said what's up to him like it was like a regular rehearsal day. So That was, I remember meeting him for the first time, seeing his artwork mm -hmm. in his bedroom. Yeah. I think you off Sheldon Road, bro. Yeah. Oh, I damn, just, that was old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just seeing his artwork. I remember, you know, when I think you guys were what seniors. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I I just remember like I'm like, oh, you're you're pretty good. Yeah. And then he was just always just on this, it. You know, I wouldn't say weird, but he was just always different. From well, he was him. on a different level. He was his mind. Yeah. He thought. But that's why you have to find opportunities for these things to harvest and, and grow. So and next thing you know, this fool's doing. All yeah. kinds of shows, and I'm like, damn. Keeps on going. You never stop. That's why I was like, you never know. It's like you just got something, 
He just run with that shit. Dressed the part. David yeah. always dresses the part. Yeah. Sure. Even sure. since high school, he was wearing like job interview clothes. <laughs> yeah. In high school, he kept it. He kept it going. Yeah. Just now like he knew he be you. Be. It's a journey to yeah. really be comfortable. And I don't know if anybody ultimately reaches it, but that journey is an amazing journey, especially if you're able to share it with a lot of individuals. Because everything comes down to experiences. Like I said before, this shit is just all experiences. It really is. Because all my experiences and are positive, and the ones I embrace, I, 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 those people are, I always try to at least maintain some level of communication in my life. And a lot of them I haven't, but hopefully as I go forward, I continue to try to find those things and just touch base on them because I mean at the end of the day like that's all that really matters it's just a whole bunch of experiences I think a lot of my most memorable experiences or even conversations some of my deepest ones is really with you two damn like you uh, thank you you smoke hella weed on the side of the house my grandma's house (laughs) yeah I remember he used to get lit go whoosh dance in the living room at like midnight yeah that was fun I just smoke more. It was just a different time. That. <laughs> a different time. That was a you different know? time. Yeah. I know. Are but you off the Are you off the green for off, the moment? I'm off. The, Congratulations, I'm off man. Right That's huge. It is, especially for someone That's like huge. me. You know my history. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but that, I mean, it's not necessary. I think that's yeah. what people get misconstrued. It's like you don't necessarily get addicted to it. Yeah, it becomes kind of part of your life and everything, but it's not to where you're suffering withdrawals. Like you no. might just be like, "Oh, I'm not doing that anymore." No yeah. All right. And no, then just yeah, exactly. days go on. You know. It's not like some heroin crack shit. I mean, maybe you have a different personality, but it's never to that extreme. No. Like, I'm the opposite. Like, from the last time, I was like, yo, this is like every day now. I'm like, yo, I, 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 this is my shit. We switched it up. Well, yeah, we just switched up. I was like, my hair is long. Your hair is short. <laughs> I smoke Halloween. He'd be like, I'm off that. I'm yeah. like, hey, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's just kind of crazy. I don't even drink Think about as it. much. That's you good. That's good. It's just kind of wild right now. Uh, I got a lot of responsibilities, you know. It's all good. The Partridge family. Partridge family. You know what I mean? Fucking Brady Bunch. <laughs> Partridge family. <laughs> How many kids you got? We got the bunch of 27 kids and shit. <laughs> Plus his extended he's dance family. He's not even Filipino. Like, he's Jamaican. Yeah, damn. <laughs> For real. He got yeah. seven jobs and uh, 15 kids. Yeah, man. <laughs> but it, yeah, man. But it's, it's cool. That in itself is an experience that I'm having a great time with right good, now. It's good, man. Oh, Everything's yeah. experiences, brother. At, at times it can be, you know, just like any Like anything else. Yeah, but... All in all, I'm having a great time. Yeah, you know, it's good, man. I'm it's glad. St- it's stress, stress that's, I mean, no stress. It's stress that's it. welcomed. Yeah, in the long run, because you have that snippet of wow. And I can only assume because I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't have a family, <laughs> but I can only assume oh. that you have those moments oh. where this, all this shit is for this moment, right? But I, I take that same thing just with any experience, yeah. just because it's like, it's hard work, but there's that moment. Like that makes it all worth it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, it really and does. That's all what you're looking for in this yeah. life. I mean, I could be fucking preaching all this woo woo nonsense. Sorry, folks. This is all hella emotional and shit. But uh, so this new generation of kids you got coming up. Oh, new okay. new. For so, all you don't know, Caesar is known for breaking in young talented yeah, dancers. So there's tattoo. There's tat. Tattoo. Now there's tat three. <laughs> Damn, tat three already. Nah, yeah. having a rehearsal in like baby's wombs and shit. We're uh, we're working on a group currently right now. Um, a lot of these kids that we've been working with. Um, Top secret or is this? Uh, it's funny because the name that we're, we're, we're kind of again we're going to try to have it organically happen. But Top secret. 
<laughs> but some people like it. Some people don't. We might go with the experiment two six to six. Ooh, I like that. Uh, uh, that's Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I like that. So I mean, uh, they're 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 younger. Experiment um, six to Some six. of them are. I think it's between ten and twelve. Nice. And um, three girls and a boy currently. Nice. Uh, don't know. Shout out Julie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Laverne. Yeah. Mayo. You know, these are all generation of people that were probably hella involved in like the whole scene back yeah, then. Yeah, and their kids is. are just trying to provide a scene for their kids. Right. Basically, yeah. like this is sense. what I did, so you're gonna do it now. Yeah. I'm gonna find whoever's doing it, who's doing it. Okay, yeah. cool, you do it. For real. Big shout oh, out! Oh, and I know him, so yeah. yeah big shout out to Cheryl and uh, Gene Bossa. You know, the, they weren't dancers. Oh, I don't know if they weren't. Or they were probably Cheryl. a very integral part, though. But you know, um, if not, they're they were aware of the culture. If not, they yeah. just look at something, and be like, "That's just really cool." To have this thing for children. So, yeah, we're working on that. And um, currently, times. I'm not a. I am choreographing for them, but it's really. More on the teaching side. I'm, I'm teaching, and Gavin and Kiko are really taking a big uh, step into this currently, right now. Nice. Um, especially in the last month. Good. Two months. Tight. Um, you know, Gavin's getting old. He's about to be 16. That's old. Going on 32. <laughs> for real. That's for old. real. Uh, Koa's are like Koa's 18 going on 52. That's interesting, you know, teenagers, but they're you know, they're yeah, they're teenagers now doing it. I mean, yeah. we were grown, we were already, but adults. don't you think when you look at teenagers now, you're like, damn, I would, I did not even have half my head screwed on correctly. For yeah, real, but these kids, my do. head was in my head for some reason. They they have it. That's why they seem way more advanced than That's I would expect. What I keep saying most of the it's, time. it's not necessarily advanced in movement. It's just uh, in the mind. In the mind, they're the yeah. way they thought their thought process. That's cool though. But it could know? just be everything they've seen up until this point, and it could be a lot of different exposure, a lot of different things. You know, I think they just have an old soul. Where can people find you? See, if people want to take your class, bring kids to your class, see what you've done, see your work. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll if you shout want out reptiles. Anything. If you, if you want, want reptiles, I want reptiles. reptiles. We got a sanctuary. A, I know we didn't even get into that. That's what I'm into right now. Okay, I mean, that's, what, cool that's what me and my girl are into. So it. look Hell for reptiles. Lizards, if bro. you need reptiles or hip hop dancing, Caesar's your man. Tough reptiles nine one six, right? Something yeah. like that. Oh, that's that's my IG right there. Tough uh, that's what I, tough yeah. reptile. Yo, T-U-F. He got what are those dragons? Komodo dragons? No, bearded dragons. Bearded dragons. Bearded dragons. This little guy. He got some Targaryen shit. Rocky Balboas. It's kind of crazy. My girl got me kind of into this. That's cool, though. It's like know. spiders and geckos and shit. Just no, thank you. That's what it all started geckos off of. All good. But then now it's like, you know. It's the hustle. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it is a hustle. Well, I mean, people like it. You just, but it's fun, You're though. servicing a need that people like, and you actually enjoy, you know. I actually really like fun, it. Yeah, so, funny, ass, funny ass story. Like, was it like three Christmases ago, he came over the house with just boxes <laughs> and shit. And we are like, what the fuck is this? So they're under the tree, and all the little kids are running around. You know, it's time to do presents. Kids start opening their presents. They're like, lizards? <laughs> like, we Damn. got fucking lizards, lizards with aquariums and everything. Now, Damn. Like, our lizard lasted a whole, like, year. And then it drowned itself in its dish and shit. Damn. Yeah, shit was fucked up. And it's it. crazy because the lizard you got is, like, the easiest lizard. To <laughs> For real, that thing would scream at us. Holy like, we'd shit, go pick it up. Crazy. We'd that go try to pick it something. up. So, and it would fucking it yep. would scream. That shit looks like Jurassic it looks like Park. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Go on tough. What, what's the IG? At tough reptiles. T U F 
Reptiles 916. 916. That's crazy. Bearded Dragons, Leopard Gecko. If you need that in your life, or if you need hip hop dancing for the youth, hit up C. He's at Step One. When you guys open Step One, um, you guys do open classes or just right now, just a competitive team, or what are you guys doing? I'm just doing competitive team right now. Okay, and that's a so join the competitive team. Like right now, currently, (laughs) right now, Gavin and I do private lessons, but more or less, Gavin right now is the one. Same thing with Cole. He does private lessons, but. Really, it's Gavin. Check right? him out. <laughs> Check him out. Gavin is on his little Find Uncle right C now. out there. Step one. Tough Reptiles 916 on the IG if you need your reptile needs. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on. Hey, we need to have you on again because usually the first time anybody comes on, it's very introductory. This is very introductory. Going down memory and all that. It but was a little nerve wracking. Next, next one you get on, man, we got to get a little more comfortable. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll be loose. Talk about some reptiles and get then we're just going to do some. I'm going to just bring one in. Oh, there you go. Bring some. I'll bring Bring a spider. No, no, don't bring a spider, bro. <laughs> I will talk in your face. No. I'll smash the fuck out of you. I will kill it. I don't give a fuck if it's seven Gs. We don't have spiders Gs. no more. Didn't one of them have? One of the boys had a spider, right? Gavin. I don't want to hear it right now. See, I'm already feeling like there's spiders everywhere. Y'all need to stop with that hey, shit. Hey, it was crazy because when Gavin was Enough. young. Enough. He used to buy just Tarantula. Like tra- tarantulas. Just no, why? man. This is over. Hell. I hate this. <laughs> He thank you, C. Nope. Thank you, C. Let for thank you, C. For coming on the pod. Damn furry ass one. Episode. Ah. Hell. Oh, hey. I don't mess with those. Enough. Thank you. Uh, episode what zero five four? Yay. C. Coloma in the house. Look for him. Thank you for having reptiles. me, Uncle C. Step one. Shots out. Deeks. Anything? What you got working? Nothing. Nah. I got nothing. Damn. I'm Not building yet. tables. Building tables. Get at him. I ain't got nothing, but I'll if you want me it. to cook for you, uh, I, I, I got you. I'll sign the table. <laughs> just because we're on that. Sign the table. I'm a brand him. See, find him. He's doing the most shit out of all four of us. Yeah, um, thank you again, but you're going to hop on. Table. And uh, we're done. That's like an hour <laughs> 20, man. Thank you. That was fun. But Peace, y'all. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Facebook Live. You just live. You know what's up. Peace.